fellows. So what's going on? Let's get let's get it kicking. Wormhole is live. Number one. We're on. We're on, baby. We're on. Oh, it's weird because there's a hell like delay between yes. us talking and me looking at it. So it's gonna throw me the fuck off it the will. whole time. <laughs> it will. You just gotta but, Maybe go into the Zoom chat. Maybe that's why it's that's why it's live. Oh, I'm looking. Well, I've got I've got screens fucking oh, coming nice. out my ass right now, bro. So, so yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it's fucking tasty. It looks killer though. It looks fucking killer. We're on the way. Welcome, welcome everyone. Thank you for for coming to this absolutely fucking <laughs> first. Just a big shout out to my boy fucking Ryan here for making this look spectacular because I had no fucking idea um, how this was going to turn out. And he comes through with the fucking googs as always. Wayne says, do a shotgun. Let's just start it off. Let's just start it off with a shotgun. Just with me. I, I can't. I'm not going to pierce the can, but I'll uh, absolutely on, fucking I'll absolutely neck this one for you. All right. Got him. Dunskis. Got him. Love it. <sighs> I love it. We're here for the people. You know what I mean? We We're are, a podcast we of the it. people. And that's I think it. that's um I think that we can um you know, ascertain that already. I think that's uh that's well known. Um that, that we're we're here for the people. So um hey Bean. Hey Bean, my friend. Very good. Very Another good. Wednesday, but this this one's slightly different. This is it. Well, we originally did plan to be in lockdown. So, I guess yes, it's thank uh, fuck. Yeah, thank fuck that. Uh, that was over nice and quickly. Different kind of um, different kind of pizza gate uh, this time around. Definitely than what we're different used to kind, talking yeah. about here on the well, pe- on the pe- podcast. People were saying that the, supposedly the dude lied about all of his delivery addresses, and that's why he got stung because he was. Yeah, lying so about- I, I saw a theory though that apparently, so if it, if he was just running fucking, if he was running drugs out of the pizza shop. You're not going to give the addresses of the people that you fucking actually did deals with, right? You're going to be giving their next door neighbor or or something else. Yeah. So what if he was, yeah, just slinging a bit of shard straight out of Woodville Pizza? You it wouldn't surprise know. me coming out of Woodville. You just never know. Someone got a pizza from there and said it would uh, it taste extra spicy, and they were up for three days. So. <laughs> oh, that would yeah. That's at one. One weird tasting pizza, that's for sure. Um, I think the best thing out of this, though, was like, you know, obviously Melbourne's was a little bit more hectic, but the way that they kind of went into their lockdown and the the response to it and whatever, like the, the fact that the first day Adelaideans just go, fuck it, let's neck nom the shit out of everyone. Like oh, my yeah. Facebook was popping off dude with just a bunch of like where if you look at it from like a level of like holy shit there's some serious alcoholism concerns here in the in the beautiful state of south australia but it was just great form just embraced the shit out of it and got absolutely fucking maggot it was um i was quite proud and then the takeaway stores were closed for like just over 24 hours or whatever it was and the curtis road fucking maccas had a lineup that like blocked curtis road that's really? how fucking hectic. Yeah, dude. Like there was photos I saw of it of just like it all the way down Curtis Road. And whoever designed Curtis Road's a fucking minder anyway because they uh, only made it one way and the road is that hectic all the time. So right. one day of lockdown, it's fucking pandemonium, dude. It was pandemonium, man. Like I was going and um, just delivering some stuff around the airport just at work 
And people were lined up like literally like around this massive block to get tested. And I'm not even shitting you. These people would have probably would have been waiting there about six or seven hours, I reckon, because there was a good like 150 cars waiting to line up to be tested. So, But we said we weren't going to talk about COVID. So well, We're not talking about the Rona, though. We're just talking about how funny fucking Adelaide is. Yeah. That's a bit of a difference. Uh, I think we've handled, we've handled it pretty well. Um, thank fuck as well that like it's not because it's we're about to have an absolute heat wave in the next couple of days. Oh, dude, I'm sweating just sitting here in, my, in the room with the fucking aircon on, man. Yeah, it's well, bad. that's because we're nervous, mate, because it's the first live. It you does, know? We it does come- feel like episode zero all over again. It is quite odd. I think it says... I think it's just 29 people in here at the moment, which is 28 more people than what I expected. I thought <laughs> yeah. I might be able to get my brother in here because I'll fucking transfer him money to get a fucking packet of dairies or something. But uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked. So, you know, it's, there's a bit of nerves. Yeah, that's really cool. it's not like we, we can't go back and edit this out right now, right? No, no. Once uh, it's on record, it's on record. I was thinking earlier today, right, it'd be funny, like, every time I saw a new person come in, just say something hell outrageous, just like you see a new person pop in, just be like, and look, and that's where I've got 100% proof that the earth is flat. And they're like, now they're engaged. They're, they're not engaged. leaving this fucking stream in- anytime soon. They know, they want to find out what the fuck I'm talking about. Now they're invested, man. They're, they're invested in the flat exactly. earth. In the flat earth theory. Hey, I wanted to um, touch on quickly, and I don't know if you're in here, Mel, but if you are, uh, fucking shout out to you, because... Yesterday, I had a bit of a, a, a cool moment where, obviously, if anyone who saw the post I put on the page, I um, posted some feedback that we got from last week's episode uh, with Mel, and I screenshotted that and sent it to Mel just to be like, hey, look at this cool, you know, look at these cool things that people are saying about the episode, which we knew. We knew it was going to be a cool one um, going into it. But then what was even more, I guess, kind of like bewildering and awesome to me was that when I've sent that feedback to Mel, Mel has then turned around and been like, you know, I got to say that this episode has actually been, you know, really good for me because like she said on the episode, you know, she's, she's, she makes a habit sometimes of uh, being self, you know, deprecating and, and not really giving herself beautiful crack. Uh, that the credit nice that she crack. deserves. That had some pop to it. That was a good one. Good old South Australian. Hey, there, um, there's the big rookie. There's the big dog. The big rookie. Shout out in. to rookie. We're getting him. Wait, we're getting him back soon. I, 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 I need the rookie. The return of the rook. We need the return of the rookie. We're getting him back. Return of the rook. Look, he's done two stand ups um, now. He's he's ready to come back. Yeah, I know. Oh, the thing is, I don't know if I'm ready for that ego to come back on the <laughs> podcast now. Like last time, he was a nobody. Now he's done two yeah. gigs, and he thinks he's fucking the king of Adelaide comedy. So. I'm uh, I'm not sure if uh, we need that kind of when you've already got me and you on here as well. Like, oh, no. can there really be any more giant heads? I don't think there's any. Yeah, there's no. The, there's no I don't more think room. there's any more room for head on this fucking uh, on this Fuck podcast. Yeah, but yeah. So anyway, as I said, I messaged Mel and I sent her that that uh, feedback and and just her. Um, saying to me, like, you know, seeing everyone's feedback has actually really helped me, like, be more, you know, honest with myself about the fact that I need to give myself credit for everything as well. So it was just it was such a crazy thing to think that it's come so full circle now already yeah. in the six months we've been doing this that you've got uh, people coming on the show that, you know, I guess the idea of us having guests on is that we want to bring people that have got interesting stories and that, um, you know, can add some value, obviously, if we're just getting um you know old warren from fucking down the road who doesn't have any life stories it's probably not gonna to to hit that well but to think that the people that we're getting on can then possibly take something out of yeah it's really uh, good coming on here is is something that i never imagined 
uh, you know, like I said, this the whole plan of this was just us two to talk absolute shit with a microphone in front of us. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. So shout out to Mel again. That was a lot of people were saying it's their favorite episode. It's definitely one of mine. Yeah, it's one of mine um, as well. Written here. And you haven't gone and checked it out yet. That's one to absolutely go back and listen to uh, the For one sure. from last week. So, really cool um, story. So oh, amazing! You know, she said I'd sent you that video today. Yeah, that is so insane. Uh, for anyone listening, she sent me a short clip of her accident. She actually, um, like the the I think it's about forty five seconds of her descent, um, and the moment where you see the the parachute obviously just get completely fucking mangled and then her hit the ground. Um, crazy, insane to, to watch. Um, she tried to show me when I first caught up with her a while ago and I was like, nope, get that shit the fuck away from me. Yeah, dude, um, it's fucking but, intense, man. You uh, can see where I when she's talking today. about the parachute going like that. You can see it and then just... Well, if you think about it, when, the, when she turns around with her GoPro, I don't know if her GoPro is on her head or on her chest or something. Maybe you can tune in in the comments here now and tell us where your GoPro is located. Um, but you, you, she shouldn't be staring at the parachute. That was the thing that yeah. I realized is that in the part of the clip where you don't see her look up at the parachute, it's kind of like almost she turns sideways and the parachute's in front of her. That's not really doing a lot for <laughs> you to be well, in that position. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a really confronting um it's a really confronting video to watch. And it's just crazy that again, like her attitude towards it is not like, no, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, she even said last week that she wants to jump again, which really, I, oh, don't, yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to jump. I've always wanted to do it. And now I don't want to, cause it's kind of like, you know, when you, you know, it's like when you know someone gets hit by lightning, suddenly you're more cautious of like going out in a fucking storm kind of thing. Like yeah. it's that whole, yeah. now I'm like no fucking way. If that's how easy where like you're, I guess she's about probably three or four stories from the ground when the parachute decides to completely fuck itself. Um, if it's that simple for just a wrong wind at the wrong time yeah, to cause man. that, even after a hundred or whatever jumps that she did. Scary ass shit, uh, eh? Not that keen. Nah. Not that fucking keen. I, like, I can't remember who I was talking to, um, but they, they were talking about bungee jumping and I'd, I'd be fucking petrified of that as well. Because what's going through my mind, yeah. I understand it's like a, like a real thick cable, but... You know, what if you just fucking pop <laughs> but your I'm head a thick on the floor? Dude. <laughs> I'm, a fucking, I'm a thick dude. I don't know if that tension's going to fucking hold up. It better. It better. And, uh, well. I don't know if I want to find out. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's a lot of death-defying exercises off the table for me now. Yeah, look, I think... Skydiving was the, the one I thought was... Because I'd always thought, oh, if your parachute fails, they give you a backup one, but I didn't think of the whole, like, elements playing a part in your untimely thing right at the end of the jump. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. That's two hackers for me, man. Look, I that think is, the, uh, the Ferris wheel at the Royal Adelaide show is quite enough for me, personally. Yep. Or down at the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a mini one there too, wasn't there? Yeah. We used to, we always used to joke that... I can't even remember where it fucking is, but that Ferris wheel, I think at Glenelg or whatever it was. No, at Semaphore maybe was like the largest single arm Ferris wheel in the whatatever hemisphere we're in. That's how good I know my geography. And we just always used you to You don't even know what hemisphere like, we're oh. in. Are you fucking kidding? Dude, I got no idea. <laughs> no idea. My geography is my There's only two hemispheres, worst bro. fucking quality, dude. The fact I knew hemisphere and that there's two of them, that's that's about as far as I oh can possibly God. go with 
my hemispherical knowledge. Hemispherical knowledge is, is quite small. <laughs> my hemispherical knowledge. I didn't do my Cert 3 down at Elizabeth Tafe of hemispherical <laughs> 101. Well, like if, um, if, if my facts, you know, ring true, I'm pretty sure we are in the, the southernmost hemisphere. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Could be. I don't know, man. How did you, de- how did you deduce that? <laughs> no hemisphere on Someone the flat earth. <laughs> on flat earth, brother. That's very fucking true. That is true. true. That is true. Very there's true. only the, there's the eastern and western hemispheres on the flat earth. Uh, how does... What? Because it's <laughs> flat. Like, just, we're surrounded by ice, brother. We're surrounded by a wall of ice. And the fucking white walkers are fucking crawling across that motherfucker. So... Coming to hunt us down. What's what, what? What was actually on the menu next? What are we? What are we talking about? What are we talking? Um, about? I know we wanted. wanted to, to, I know we wanted to dip into aliens, and this is the the, the magic the, the magic cu- mug that we've referred to a few times. Bro, um, the way your like camera perfectly focuses, it's it's like you're actually using a real camera, and I'm using a piece of cardboard duct taped to the top of my fucking laptop. <laughs> I think that's really, the case. I'm, sh- I'm coming through at absolute six forty by four eighty resolution, twelve frames per second. Watch the fuck out. It's, it's making me look so stoned and I've like had one, I've shotgunned one beer. We will, we will talk about aliens a bit later on because I know heaps of people did, did want to um, talk about it. So. Oh, Mel's just chimed in like, you guys, I t- I'm such a dinosaur. It took me so fucking long to navigate Facebook to find this. So she just missed our whole gas Oh, up. no. Um, oh, well, we can go back to it after. Well, you can go back. We're going to, uh, we're going to actually put this on. Um, we're going to put this on the YouTubes as well as, cause we haven't really, we haven't really done anything with our YouTube since, um, since, the, since my one clip about nine eleven got fucking ripped down in about 13 seconds flat. You know what? I think it Which was, I mean, all, look, I think it was all the meme, the, the, the memes that I put into the one yeah, picture. You did put a lot of Bush did it memes in the back of that yeah, photo, yeah. but it's crazy to think that like, and we're always going to go on this tangent, but um, the if there's nothing there, right, if I'm just a fucking lunatic going on about something that doesn't exist, then why would they fucking pull it down in? Why would they pull it down in that quickly, right? That's what you've got to wonder. Mate, because you know well, what What need they, do they have they, to censor it? The NSA listen, listening to this podcast, that, that's where all our views are coming from. They're coming from the NSA. Oh, Erica's because she's admin to the page. She's just commented us as us in the thing. Being she's like, subverting the are... system, man. I know you're fucking. You may. <laughs> least... See, that's going to be confusing. Oh, anyway. We're co- it's commenting as, as ourselves now. Because it could just it's be us saying it's Erica. Oh no, it says commented on by Erica. Saw. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. there we go. I've just got her phone. I've just got her phone. I'm like, you guys are amazing. Like, so good, so funny. This says someone. Uh, someone bigging us up. Erica as mod wild. You're exactly right, mate. She hasn't uh, essentially look what I did was I just added her as admin so that I could spam invites to all of her friends. So um that was the main that was the main purpose. Because we wanted one K, man. We wanted, we wanted one K. We wanted that the big invite old 1K. spam. Thanks for everyone who's um who actually did hit like, by the way. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, like you who hadn't hit like until we were at like 700 yeah, of the own page that you're yeah. an admin for. I should have I should have pressed like straight away, but I guess I just didn't. So oh, that's it is. great. That was so funny because wasn't it that it came up with a thing or something? Like someone, I think we got like Aaron to spam invites. Uh, what's up, Manny Dak? Um, we got Aaron to spam invites. 
Um, and then you got an invite to your own page, and yeah, you yeah, realized like, that you were like, "Oh, fuck, minute. dude, Hold I don't even minute. like." Well, there's an extra one. We can add to the tally. Yeah. Didn't even know. I didn't even like my own shit. That's self-deprecation right there. Not even liking your own that shit. That is. That's right. I don't right. even like yeah, doing like, this. I can't. I don't want to do it for some reason. I don't want to see notifications for this. Like, oh, it's just especially old me, spammy McGee, just oh, making bro. sure this shit's in everyone's faces all the time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a um, look at back at the messages and see what we're gonna talk about today. I've got it up in front of me, oh, bro. You wanted it? to talk. You, one of the All things right. you wanted to talk. I think you wanted to get into your, uh, your, your the gym a little bit. Talk about. Oh yeah. Um. Oh yeah. What's that? A Fitbit? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um. Uh. Yeah. Like, what have you been? You've been still smashing yourself to pieces at well, the gym through. Obviously, been Rona trying to. Kept been trying to. Well, look, because me and my brother have been going. So I went. I went to gym for like the last probably like four years by myself. And you just don't go as hard when you go by yourself. You just don't. Yeah. So, and my brother was like, all right, we're going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. And he finally got into it and we signed up at um, a place in Ingle Farm. And this place has a, a sauna, a fucking steam room and a pool. And I don't like running, but so I've been absolutely flogging the fuck out of that pool, man. I've been living in the pool. Yeah. It's been yeah. so good. All right, serious question. Have you pissed in there? No, I haven't pissed in there. What a nah, piss in the goddamn, go in the goddamn gym pool. Bro, I pissed in the swimming pool as a kid at least seven times. I'm just throwing it out there. In where, sorry? I used to go to swimming lessons in primary was school. That, was that, was that uh, the In the Gully Salisbury Gusher? swimming pool. Uh, no, nah, not the rec center. The, yeah, the Salisbury one. Um, because like when you're a kid and you, you know, you've got your little board in front of you, you don't want to miss out on a second. You're not getting out of that pool to go and have a piss. You just you hope just that there's none of that this. dye in there. That um, Yeah, just fucking... That's what chlorine's there for, bro. Exactly. Did you like, have my like, piss is the least of that pool's worries? It's did, in Salisbury, dude. Yeah, There's that's probably it. that much fucking somehow they meth, probably, like in the sweat it. of the people that are climbing in there. That my piss as a kid is the least of their worries. That's probably the cleanest thing. Oh, probably. Did you did you do lessons or were you just? Yeah, you know how did you not like in primary school? How like at the end of the year you'd go and have like your week of all swimming? Did you not have that when you were? No, in I like I. I is it Thomas? I take my kids to Salisbury and still is Love it, love it. The thing is, as well, is that I'm imagining him like it's not, um, it's not like a casual thing either, like where he's in the water, like he's his kids are playing the in the pool, and in, he right. just walks up to the side <laughs> of the pool and he's like, "Yeah, hey, watch out, watch out! I'm just having a fucking slash here." I think we did have like school sports day, aquatic sports day kind of things, but I, I went there just for like on Saturday mornings just to do swimming lessons. And did you ever have like the tier list where you're like the lower tier swimmers were like based after like shitty aquatic animals like starfish and goldfish and and then as you got up, yeah, that, you went to like yeah, shark I think so, and yeah. octopus. And- yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, You know how we, I told you, I, I said on the podcast uh, a while ago about me getting ran over by a sailboat at Aquatics. I'm pretty sure I told that story. Um, where a, a group of girls in a sailboat, like I, I had to do my capsize training. And as I popped out of the water after capsizing, there was like a sailboat heading towards me, knocking me the fuck out. Uh, my teacher didn't even give a shit. He was too busy laughing at me, right? But another hilarious story happened on that same trip. There's a guy uh, who we used to go to school with and he was like, he moved to Adelaide from America in like year 10. So it was only there for the last couple of years of high school. Yeah. And everyone just called him America because obviously that's everyone just called him America. With like to this day, I'm pretty sure his mates still call him America. Um, that's classic. And uh, so he, 
he needed <laughs> to. Um, <laughs> is that like a someone doing a shit in the pool? Is that what you'd call a Fredo frog? No, he's saying um, the, he's saying the top level is the Fredo frog. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but so why you've would you got like chocolate in a pool. You've got like great white sword shark as some of the fastest swimmers, and then you've got your elite fucking gold medalist frog. frogs. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah, so this dude, America, is uh, we're, we're fucking kayaking around the the West Lakes thing, and he he's like complaining about how bad he needs to piss. So this is one of the final days. So we got to do the whole lap around the lakes, right? So that's one of the final things you do is you actually do the full circle. And so we're about halfway through and he's talking about how uh, bad he needs to piss. And so like, he's tr- like thinking, should I just get out on this grass over here, like grass area over here? And like, he, nah, I'm not going to do that. And keeps thinking about it. And then he ends up just pissing in his kayak right? Like yeah. in his fucking canoe and then capsizes oh, to no. like wash it out. And after oh, he no. comes back up from that, we're like, dude, you realize you could have just capsized and pissed in the water and then got back in your fucking... He's like flipped it into his own face. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we called him piss lips. Piss lips. <laughs> piss lips doing piss flips. I just, the fact that he's... Because if he was going to capsize, then that was always the option. Like, I don't know why he thought, I'm going to piss on. Now I'm sitting in a warm kayak. Well, that's what it's like when the desperation um, to piss gets gets to you. It, it becomes the forefront of your mind. You're like, oh, yeah, some of the... Um, this overtakes you. Some of the... Ch- some of the ch- so you wouldn't experience this because you've been like a GG boy your whole life. But uh, living out in the in the depths of, of the northern suburbs... Um, the 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 like drinking all day and then catching a train from Smitty or Manapara into the city to like go to HQ or whatever that the feeling and the pain that you're in and the need to piss is something it's one of the the most intense like I put it up there of childbirth I, I honestly think that it must be equally as painful as that because I've bailed That's out it. a few times man I've bailed out really um a few of the times train where I've um, yeah, like I remember there was like a stream of us that only made it to Mawson's and we like ran off the train at Mawson's and like pissed in the like fucking banks of the grass there and then ended up just like getting an Uber because this is the thing as well is that when you're catching weekend trains back in the day, they ran every hour. So like you're trying to head in for that like, you know, nine, 10 o'clock time because you yeah. want the fucking happy hour drinks at HQ because again, yeah. you live in the northern suburbs. Um, and <laughs> Nikki's like, weren't we talking about the gym? We were. Welcome to the tangents yeah, of wormholes, right? You, you, this is, we can't uh, stay on one topic for more than a minute to. because it, it just gets boring. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly right. You gotta you gotta keep moving. Now we're talking about the, Now we're talking about the Gawler line again. <laughs> hey, look, that's my stand-up that I talk about it lots. I have not really touched on it on the uh yeah, no, on I don't the podcast think we actually very have. much, thank you. I don't think we actually yeah. have that much. So fuck you, dude. Um uh and now you've made me lose my train of thought. Thanks, Nikki. Okay. You know what I've realized? Um what's that? Your 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 smoky voice is all but gone. All yeah, but gone. It was it's just not a thing anymore. I'm, uh, uh, Mel just said, try going for Gawler. No, I did that as well. I used to live on Third Street down there uh, with old Benny Boy. And that was, I don't think I ever caught the train to town from Gawler though, maybe. I don't think so. But yeah, that's fucked. That's like an hour, yeah. an hour ride you into could, the You could punch a six pack, get off to piss, get back on, and then go into town in that, in that time. Have I told you who the story about the time that, uh, speaking of pissing, 
um, two girls were on. So I caught the J1. You'd be familiar with the J1. Oh, the good old way, the good old right? J1 or the M4. The good old J1. Yeah, got on from the village uh, with my mate to go to flash dance on a oh. Wednesday, of course. I think oh, this was yeah. in the middle of my streak, my 23 flashes in a row that I did. Shit, um, 23 Wednesdays in a row. 23 Wednesdays in a row. Wait, right? was, this H- absolute... was this HJ days? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. And it even got to the point that we were playing uh, indoor cricket on a Wednesday night. Oh, I remember you saying about this. Yeah, only, yeah. yeah, and about, yeah, we, we would make sure that we could get out of there, like, at the – bowl first so that we could bat and then leave straight away so we could make it for happy hour um, yeah that's sick so oh, one time one time i was going with my mate we his dad dropped us off at the the, the village uh we caught the the bus in and these two girls get on the um bus and they're sitting up the back with us and it's one of those big arctic buses with the fucking you know the accordion thing in the middle so that it yep. can turn around technology lizards technology lizards technology lizard that's so good um and these girls are sitting to us and they're like talking to us for a bit. And then they, again, they start going on about how bad they need to piss. So after about 20 minutes, they decide that the classy move is to just literally prop themselves up on the back of a seat with their legs on the seat and then pull their fucking undies down and just piss straight on the bus. Right. Oh, bro. Uh, so me and my mate, and I'm fresh 18 as well. Right. So I'm like, so young. Like, You're like turned on by it. these. The, no fucking way, <laughs> dude. I was mortified. I, I didn't even know these kind of creatures existed at 18. You know, yeah. I was so innocent. Um, and so anyway, they're pissing and they're drinking Bundy cans as well. So oh, they're already shit. just the classiest girls you can imagine. Yeah. Um, there's, I couldn't see, but there's no way that they didn't have tramp stamps, right? There's, they, they would have had you to have knew. a little spirally thing, yeah. or they would have had an infinity symbol on their wrist or a feather on their neck. You know, they're just those, yeah. right? Yeah. Or the birds, so the anyway, bird silhouettes. Uh, so after they piss and like they're still trying to talk to us, and then we pull into the city and uh, we're like getting off the bus, and then they walk past us and they're like, "What?" After all of that, you don't want to get our numbers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> fuck so they thought you were hitting on them. I can't think of anything that I want less than your number right now. Fuck. And what, am I going to give you my phone after you just pissed all over the bus to type your fucking number into? Like, did you, no, did, thank did you. you ever, did you ever used to, like, prank people with the, the you know how, like, you've got the 000 emergency police number? With the mm-hmm. with the one three one or whatever the, the other police line is, I don't know. Oh, oh. the one three one triple four, I think it is. Yeah, one, I, three, I, one, I remember four. I got fucked over one time. We were like hanging out, and like we, we were we were just paro, and um, my mate was like, "Oh yeah, order a pizza, dude. Order a pizza." Like harassing me to order this pizza. He's like, "Here, I'll even do it on my phone," and he and he <laughs> rings that number and he and he gives it to me, and then they go, "Hello, police," and I'm like, "Yeah, can I?" Oh shit! Better not, better not order a fat supreme from those guys. Like, especially oh, considering what was so in funny. that party, what was going on. You know, you wouldn't want them coming down there and delivering a supreme. No, that's uh, a supreme macing. A supreme, mace. a supreme beatdown. A supreme beatdown. So we're walking around flashies about five hours later because they were going somewhere else that night. I don't know. They're probably going to fucking checkmates or something. That's what they look like. Um, and about five hours later, as we're stomping around Flashy's blind, those girls, like, notice us and walk over to us. 
and start trying to talk to us again. And I'm just like, you are the rankest things I've ever Were we talking seen. about the bus girls again? The same girls? Yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I was saying. no. Yeah, so they were at Flashies. Four hours. We ended up bumping into them. And then we were with some other mates. And they were like, oh, who are these girls? And we're like, oh, we met them before. They were pissing on the bus. Oh, dude. Dude, <sighs> that shit's disgusting. See, the things you the things see. see. And that look, that's coming from your hood, man. That's from the J Y. That's, that's around your part of town. Bro, so I, I can't, I'm, I'm sad it about it. Line. It's from the 5125, bro. I'm sad about it. But then again, you don't even want to know what comes from Smitty. Oh, I've seen. I've seen. You've seen. Some, You've seen. Some I've things. heard. And that's enough for me. I love for like four years the sign at the Smithfield train station. Someone just graphed over it and made it shitfield, and it just didn't get clean for like the longest time. That was just like, yeah, someone he's not lying. Like, like he's not lying. Yeah, someone's <laughs> like, I can't, I can't change things that are real. Uh, oh, I can't God. get rid of things that are real. Um, you were talking before about exercise, so that's how long all that right, tangent. All right, all right, okay, all right. We'll go back um, to it. Fuck, I can't even remember we were, what we were saying now. There was there was a reason you wanted to talk about it. I love how I've got a Fitbit on. And I'm also drinking a beer, which is like pretty much the most J-man thing of all time. True. Dylan's saying the, 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 look, the look of horror on your face when he says he's seen. <laughs> Wait, I've see, Erica said, I've seen a girl piss on Red's floor. That does not. Oh, the floor of Red's was the stickiest thing I've ever encountered oh, in my life. How I do know, you dance right? on that? How do you dance you, you, when you're you, literally You, you only, you only dance with your upper body. Your feet don't move. They just stay fucking planted. That's all I've got is like a slight bit of feet movement. The rest of this <laughs> is just a big lumbering like, fucking tree stump. If all you've got oh, is I need, feet I movement. I need those feet. If all you've got is feet movement, then red isn't for you, man. Right. No. <laughs> I made the mistake one time of they did uh, Australia Day flashies and they said thongs were allowed because it was Australia Day. Worst idea I've ever had in my life. Thongs. Because you take a step. How many blowouts did you get? get so stuck to the floor that you'd leave without your thong. Oh. So you have to keep going back and like grabbing. Uh, worst idea I've ever had. It seems so cool because it was a hot night and you're like traveling in. You've got board shorts on. You've got your fucking thongs on. You're like this is going to be killer. But no. Worst. Uh, not not a good idea at all. Karen you, saying you do, you do not with bare feet. I wouldn't go to Reds with fucking shoes on, let alone bare feet. Tell you what. How good was the Red Square dance? Oh, so the the swipe, right? The notorious yeah, swipe. Yeah, the swipe. Yeah, Old yeah, Matty yeah. Faulkner, who you know uh, as the mullet-bearing warrior who's always the loudest man at any one of my shows. He When we went to Vegas... Um, he was just red swiping everywhere, dude. It's, it's, Every yeah, place. It would be an R and B song, and he's fucking red swiping. It's like the only dance he can somehow do. <laughs> it is. And it's, it's, it's a variant of the two step. It's like instead of going down like a two step, it's like in front. That's that's it. It's, it's up. It's it's, um, it's in front. So where we we had a VIP booth thing in this club in Vegas, and. Uh, we see him walk over and start talking to a bunch of randoms and like, we don't pay attention for a bit. And then we look back over and we see him surrounded by a bunch of black people. And like, it looks like intense, whatever's going on looks intense and we can't really see cause we're sitting down and like, because he's a, a notorious, like, you know, loud mouth and we were already drunk. So we we get up, like start panicking that he's about to get his fucking head kicked in. And as we get up and walk over, it's just a circle of black dudes like going crazy over him red swiping oh, in the middle really? of them. Oh, really? That's fucking so right? good. And like 
saying he's the craziest fucking Aussie they've ever met in the world. And, Dude, that's oh, killer. Man. That's killer. It's just it. funny, like the the look of us being like, oh shit, here we go. We're about to not only because we've got to do the right thing and go over and try and save him, but by doing that, we're probably all going to get killed. So that like realization when you get up and you're like, oh for fuck's sake, and then you look over and it's just him. And it's all good. He's just swiping. swiping away. He's just swiping. Just like, having the time. Of did his you life, did dude. you ever see the um, chemical energy dance me and Rookie do sometimes? No. Oh, it's there's. I think there's really only three proper steps to it. It starts with the the bangers and mash. I can't. Starts with like that, right? And then it goes to the the munted girl, right? And then it goes. To, <laughs> then it goes to this one. I just knocked my mic. <laughs> I just swiveled the fuck out of my mic, man. <laughs> Just dance into a non-existent fucking song, but yeah, it, it's um, it's killer, it, it, and it was based off of a um, a Wiggles video that they overlaid um, chemical energy to it. Did yeah, you ever see well, that one? No, I haven't. Oh, we'll have to suss that. We'll have to show. We'll you share it on. Time, we'll share it on the page. Yeah, later. we'll share it. Yeah, we'll share it on. You didn't go. You see, because I was saying before, I did the twenty-three flash dances in a row. I reckon I went to Reds maybe five times in total yeah it was mostly fridays because if i was going out on a saturday night i was going to the fucking queue brother oh bro me too man so you were a queue man as well so it was just rookie who was fucking reds i was uh, at the back of hq in the smokers area even though i didn't smoke for fucking 10 hours dude that's that's, see i didn't smoke until i started going to hq and hanging out (laughs) until you went to the smokers area area, hq yeah yeah that's it just became one of those things and because like you would Again, when you're going all the time, you start making all these fucking town friends. So, like, you'd walk out, and because that's such a long trip from Soho all the way through the smokers area, in which yeah. you can smoke in that entire thing, you get to wade through a just few get, animals. You just bump into like seven different people, and then when you bump into someone, and they're off their head, and they're like, "Oh, do you want to smoke?" And you're like, "You don't want to be rude." So you're like, "Yeah, yeah. man." So you end up having seven darts in a fucking before you even get outside. Passage. <laughs> and then by the time you get to the end of that, you're like, "I need to get a drink." I'm literally <laughs> you need to go back contracted in. emphysema. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> through one lap but just the oh, ability dude. to chuck laps dude was dude, like yeah the thing i miss, that I needed the most just I'm, being able I'm to be like i'm HQ. having a lap i'm having a lap um and that the the cocktail bar the circle bar the one that was like a full almost a full circle and there's like the toilets at the back or whatever there oh yeah when you, yeah. Go, to, you go hard left as soon as you walk in the door and that was the only bar that free poured so the rest of the bars in HQ have the little fucking pushy bullshit where you get like one perfect shot. Yep, yep, yep. Whereas Newmarket didn't have a fucking thing to put those pushy things on. I didn't give a fuck. So they had to revenue. free pour. So you just go there and get your two for sevens back in the day, and they'd be free poured, and they'd end up just pouring you absolute fucking fireballs fuck yeah. of vodka. Good old fucking VCRs. You know, that you, was you know what? I've got a question for you and for everyone, everyone listening, right? What's the best show, what band or whatever, the best live show that you went to at the old HQ? Oh, that's a very good question. I can tell you mine straight away. I can tell you mine for both metal and for dance. For dance, No, you don't want dance. We want the best. We want the top, top tier, the best show you've ever been to at the old HQ. Well, then, yeah, it's still dance, bro. It was Nicky yeah. Romero. It was fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Because, like, that was, like, the height of, you know, the whole... When, like, Hardwell and Nicky Romero and, like, Uber Jacked and fucking Will Sparks and, like, all of these people were, like, the absolute prominent 
Um, yep, see someone. Levi's yeah. just chimed in with fucking Nicky Romero. Yeah. It was the only time that I've ever seen HQ stop people <laughs> getting let into the main room. DJ Lucky Cool. Fucking he's banging. Yeah, it's Bullet um, for Valentine. Fuck yeah. I saw them at um, um, Febby. That was actually my first gig I ever went to. It was Bullet for Valentine, Avenge Sevenfold, and Atreyu. And Atreyu. At, mm, what a show. At Febby. Someone else tuning in with Nicky Romero. I told you, bro. It was it was something else. And yeah, they stopped the letting people well. into main room. Like main room actually hit capacity, which I'd never seen happen in any night that I'd ever been to HQ for. Well, and, Nicky Romero uh, is the only one who hit capacity. No, I think it's happened since then. But like that was the and like maybe it had happened before, but it was the only time I'd ever been there where I tried to do a lap before he started and then couldn't actually get in. Yeah, and right. so I'm standing out in smokers. And they've got one chick security guard standing in the doorway trying to stop people from getting through. Some absolute fucking juice junkies just going, you know what? I can fucking take this bitch. And just walked up and shoved this like security guard flying backwards. Yeah. Um, onto the floor. So then everyone's just stormed into the door to like get in before more security could come and stop people from getting in. Um, and some girl has gotten caught up in that like stampede and ended up smashing into this little barrier that used to be next to the toilets there across from the ATM and knocking this uh, barrier off the wall, right? And so like I'm standing there like it's so packed up to that doorway now as well because the whole thing is full. And I'm standing there like trying to work my way through slowly to find some friends. And as an ambulance comes and picks this girl up who's just being KO'd on this Fuck. rail. And so she's on the gurney getting wheeled out and my mate comes up the stairs to find me because I'm like, I can't find you, dude. It's so crazy. Sees her on the gurney and he's like, ooh, what's she on and how much? <laughs> was, this that, was this that Nicky Romero show still? Yeah, same ah, show. Bro. Wild, man. It wild. was craziness. You know what I reckon for me it craziness. was? Like it was one of the actual few times in my life where shit's actually gone slow motion, right? I went, it was uh, Bring Me the Horizon were headlining and they played with I Killed the Prom Queen and Red Shaw, I think it was. Or was it yep. or was it Thy Art is Murder? One of the one that kind of oh. that kind of thing. It was a crazy yep. show. And um all I remember is at, in a Chelsea Smile, you know that bit where it's like and it like chills out for a bit before the mm-hmm. last breakdown. I remember like crowd surfing, fucking like going through while that was happening and then like just getting thrown off, taken down and running down around back into the pit right just before like that breakdown and like as, that, as it was breaking down, like everything went slow motion. It was one of those few times in my life where everything went slow motion. It was fucking odd. Dude, that's amazing. It was such a good room. Like the sound in that room, the layout, like it was just such an awesome room. Some giant fuck off uh, disco ball that just like stood out amongst everything in there. Yeah. It had plenty of bars, had those little balconies. Like it was just, it was such a cool room. I miss that place. I'm well past my days of going uh, clubbing, but uh, I'm glad that it was, it was, and it, it was in its prominence. When I was a, a teenager, for sure, dude. It was, yeah. Um, new HQ dude, so never the holds a candle, bro. I never went. Never you never went, went to like, the new as HQ. Soon as I, nah, as soon as I heard that, as soon as I knew people that had gone and they said that it wasn't that good, I was just like, yeah, I'm not even fucking bothering. Yeah, I fair enough. Did even, uh, it, they did a good job. There was a fuckload of stairs in there. Is it still open? I don't even know, man. Like, is 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 the is new HQ still around? No, they closed it after... Oh, 
I don't know. I think it was even before Rona, to be honest. Yeah, I right. did do stand-up there, funnily enough. Did I you? did stand-up at the new HQ. So I did go there, but I didn't go to the whatever the fucking nightclub it is. Yeah, okay. So because the, you know how like it ended up being like a sports bar during the day as well because they were trying I to make it. more money than just yeah, being okay. weekends. Um, and so there was like a little room at the back that they'd made for like doing little, you know, shows or acoustic performances or stand up. And I ended up doing a few, uh, stand up gigs there. So, but yeah, never got to see the actual, got, never got to see the actual club. Lizzie, Lizzie um, wants aliens. Lizzie wants aliens. Everyone wants aliens. Everyone. So here's ever- the thing about the, here's, yeah. we've, we've, we've talked about, this talked a few about times doing now. a UFO one for AIDS, but the problem, the problem is, is that we want to make sure, and we, we, we're going to touch on a couple of things. So I want to get to some people's questions um, in a little bit after we finish this dribbling shit, but um, the problem, what the fuck? I went to a shoe convention at New HQ. A shoe convention? A shoe convention. Yeezys. Tommy, can you... Can you elaborate on that, please, a little bit more in the comments about what the fuck a shoe convention is? Because I need to know. I think he, I think he means it was like a whole bunch of like, you know, like a Sunday market fair where they but just have like a whole, shoes. but it was just shoes and it was in HQ for some reason. So like Foot Locker and shit are like set Foot, up with their yeah. stalls of like the newest yeah. shit that's coming out. Yeah. You know what's funny, bro? I always see people lining up. You know how people line up for iPhones, yeah. right? Which like as much as it's, dumb inherently to fucking line up for a new phone but i actually see almost as many not as big lines but still lines waiting for the release of a shoe at oh, Foot some people dude. just get the fuck around shoes dude like i don't know what it is about it but they really get around shoes yeah like and i couldn't believe that they've got brought their deck chairs and shit and then they're all standing out the front like comparing the shoes that they're wearing because oh, really? they've obviously like busted out their favorite other pair shit. to wear to the lineup of Foot Locker before they go and get another fucking pair of shoes so they're all standing around like yeah man i got these back in 2016 only wore them two times man they're my fucking they're my absolute they're my, favorite man i got my favorite them dude. in they're freaking awesome, yeah, like dude. Jordan, yeah, Jordan came to my house, man, put one through my mom, and then left me <laughs> these shoes. Like, you would not believe what I had to go through. Uh, now I got a little brother. Now I got a little brother, and he's black. It's crazy. He was born with shoes on. <laughs> he was born, and he could just dunk. Like that was the he first thing. His first word. He didn't have a word. He just fucking absolutely dunked on his uh, mom in the kitchen. So aliens. The reason why. The reason why we haven't touched on aliens yet is because aliens are very easy to sound crazy. I can sit here and spit fucking stories at you like all day because when I first started waking up to all this kind of stuff, that's what I was interested in. I was interested in aliens and technology and yeah, non, non-terrestrials. Like we talked about that in I think the first conspiratorium actually, but yeah. Quickly for hyped expensive shoes, new and old ones. Uh, normally half the shoes are the ones people have lined up for at Foot Locker. Oh, fucking hell, that's great. I went to a wheelie convention at, oh, my He's, God. Rookie is obsessed with wheelies. He wants he wants us all <laughs> to get wheelies so he can, like, skate around the warehouse and shit. It's not a bad idea, but wheelies are always, like, hella thick and hella heavy. Area, area uh, 51. Okay, we can, we, oh, we can yeah. talk about Area 51. Bro, I could not. Uh, do you remember skimboarding, just quickly? skimboarding yeah like, i'm the gumbiest fuck it, of all time and like my mates went through that massive skimboarding phase where they fucking went and brought their skimboards and fucking waxed them up on the way down to the bay and just like had a fat skimboard and just fucking and, like, surf I on some really once, fucking shallow water yeah just find that perfect little like the tide's got to be fucking perfect the perfect out, lagoon bro. to just fucking go 
that I, I tried at least a thousand times and never successfully skimboarded one time. Dude. Bro, like, you need I'm a jet ski to tow you on the fucking skim. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly. But probably three. It's like you can, It's engine. like yeah, I've just bought this new skimboard. Fucking, I'll just have to go buy my jet ski now just to make sure I can do it. Insane, dude. I'm just not but, a. I'm just not a. Uh, the most athletically prowess man of all time. That's for sure. I'll mark a fucking footy. I'll mark. Footy, I'll fucking about. place some marks up, but I won't fucking do I'll, no skim. I'm, <laughs> I'm not no running straight lines. I'm not <laughs> fucking. Not running straight lines. Um, I while we're, we we will touch on a little bit because there was a question that we had earlier in the um, the comments um, when I asked people to chuck us what they what they wanted to hear about. So and I will ask you this, and maybe we can segue a little bit into stuff from there and and, and see how we go. But right, uh, the question that we had was, uh, what do you think about China sending an unmanned craft to the moon in 2020 versus America sending a manned craft in 1969 and the obvious technological advances we have now versus then? Now, obviously, we've kind of talked about this before, and I know your thoughts are very much along the lines of, um, I love how we've just gone from red square swiping and fucking whatever just straight into this. Just as well. straight this into is, skimboards is, and straight into the moon. Fucking wormholes. Imagine skimboarding um, on the moon. It would be a lot easier to skimboard on the moon, I think. Well, you wouldn't really be skimming anything, would you? You'd just be fucking, be fucking floating skimming around. Skimming gravity, mate. <laughs> skimming gravity. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, so, so yeah, I know, so whole, I know you. Yeah, okay. So the say? whole unmanned Chinese craft versus the whole 1969. Because there's that whole conspiracy about in 1969 did they go to the moon like did they even land there or was it all like a hollywood scene stuff like that there's heaps of like videos trying to debunk like the little bag like flapping on the back of the moon rover like there's wind when there shouldn't be wind there yep yep but yeah that was one of the biggest things what's interesting is there's is there's so many like theories when it comes to aliens and like like we were saying the reason why we haven't actually talked about it as much as we will, we will have a full dedicated conspiratorium where we've got the facts and we've got the, the links where we can show people and stuff like that. But the the consensus is what is that they did go to the moon, right? But they landed there and there was already uh, people there, essentially. And that goes and that ties into the whole secret space program thing where the Nazis, when they declared defeat, they went to Argentina and to Antarctica. And then from Antarctica, they had the what was that bell craft? There's a name for that bell craft. It looked like yeah, a it looked like a bell. The... Yeah. Anyway, it was they they had this bell craft which could defy or which could like warp gravity. And supposedly, it like interesting enough. Supposedly, like I need to say supposedly with all this shit because it sounds crazy. But what they did is they had an en- electrical engine which spun mercury really fast. And if you spun mer- like like liquid metal mercury, and if they sp- and if you spin liquid metal mercury at a certain speed, and you apply a certain like electrical amount to that mercury, you you then it creates like a, a, a torus distortion around that object, and it is antigravitic. So, what was happening was they they pretended to give up in World War Two. They moved to Antarctica. And then from Antarctica, they went out to space and then they went to the moon and they started building bases on the moon. Um, the, I guess the consensus is, is on the, you know how like on one side of the moon, we only ever see one side of the moon facing Earth. Like the yeah, other, no, Earth moon, is like right? locked to like the face. I don't, I don't have fucking no idea how that works. But on the other side of the moon, there's like bases and they originally started in the shape of a swastika and now they're not there anymore. 
So when the Americans landed there, I mean, sure, you'd think that they would have known about it, but when the Americans landed there, they were told basically to fuck off. Is it like, yeah, that's as far as I know, that's, yeah. that's what happened. I know like there's probably more to it. And then the whole thing recently with China sending an unmanned thing there, that's interesting. There's, there would be so many different people saying so many different theories about it. I don't, I don't, I don't actually really. The thing is, China is very, like, if you're talking about things being kept under wraps, China is the most fucking absolute. What they're doing and what they're actually doing, or what they're saying they're doing and what they're actually doing, Mate, is two very fucking drastically. That's different the thing. Things as well. the, the the problem is, is like the the deep state, the the invisible enemy. They they are based out of China essentially. Like they're not Chinese national people, but mm-hmm. from what it seems like, is like they are based out of China, and then that's why over the last you know x amount of years you can see all the um manufacturing and stuff like that moving from america and moving from their other other places to china because they they originally went there because it was poor but they had a big population that they could manipulate so they went mm-hmm. there to manipulate this population they bought the industry over to china by like making all these products extremely cheap and then they had the control of the industry as well as the people over there yeah, and like so, we said, we've seen the impact of that through this whole coronavirus shit when you've got a whole bunch of industry completely relying on product coming yeah. from. So even if the stuff is made, you know, the end product is manufactured somewhere here or, or somewhere in another country, but then the stuff that they're even getting to make that product with is coming from China. So whether you're actually yeah. getting the product itself or even just the stuff to make what you produce here in, say, Australia, you're still relying on their um, processing or whatever and the cheap shit to be sent over. So, so um, yeah, it's, it's crazy um, the the amount of control they have. The interesting thing for me, and so this is the thing, and this is why we, again, with the whole alien stuff, it's, we've looked at this stuff for a long, long time and it's still very confusing because you've got a lot of people that have pretty decent recounts or, or provide pretty decent evidence of lots of different things, yeah. right? There seems to be a lot of conflicting stories and that kind of muddies the waters a little bit. There's not like there has been the same consistent story about, you know, what they've seen in their time of working as a, a lot of the like, um, well, who was that guy Lockheed that and worked? Martin, like yeah. that Lockheed and Martin. Yeah, you got yeah, McDonald Douglas, Lockheed out. Martin, Skunk Works, like um, Boeing. Yeah, all those aerospace companies are. They're they're what would I think they refer to as the military industrial complex, and essentially that's where all the high technology is. That's where all the. If you want to look up something, if people want to look up something, I've got two really cool things on this topic, which we will go back into in this um, other conspiratorium. If you want to hear some testimony about a real, like some, some really cool shit, there's a guy on YouTube who's come out. His name's Emery Smith, E-M-E-R-Y. Now, he's he was a, a scientist who dis- essentially like he dissected um, tissue and um, – what was happening is when he was younger, they said that as he was going in, he would be go into these all white kind of rooms and then through this little like flap, he would be get, get given like a sample to take the tissue off the sample and then analyse it and what the sample is. And then as, as he kind of progressed and, he, and his um, thing, as his clearance got higher and stuff like that, he said eventually he kind of was starting instead of getting like a small, like what he thought was like a fill of salmon. Like sometimes they would give him a salmon because he wouldn't like, you know what I mean? Just to try and keep him on his toes or whatever yeah. or a human or something like that. He said eventually he did get extraterrestrial bodies and eventually he did work with extraterrestrials. And I think he 
he refers to the, the, the species or the race that he worked with as tall whites. Now, yeah, fact, and so that's the thing. You've got the greys and like all of these yeah. different so things. The, the, and there are got some so many different strands. Yeah, you've got so many different types of um, ETs. But it seems like the, the, the general idea seems like is all, not all of them, but a lot of them follow the five-star principle like us. So it's, you've got a head, two arms, two legs. Right, so a lot of them follow that, but then they would have the, the genome would have been derived from something else. So you'd have like mantids, you'd have like reptiles, you'd have like us coming from monkeys. Um, you, you you just have it from all different types of things. So and they then they obviously they come from different star systems as well. So one of the one of the kind of hot spots, I guess you'd say, is the Pleiades star system. That's where like where where I think he was he was saying that these tall whites were coming from. Mm-hmm. So you got to take you got to take all of this with a grain of salt because this is just one yeah. man's testimony, and there's a few different people out there. There's um, uh, William Tomkins. Well, if you look I at very early, if you look at the early David Icke stuff, he was massive on this, and he's kind yeah. of sh- steered clear of it a little bit now and focused on more. Well, he's been what's deplatformed at this level. Um, yeah, completely um, deplatformed. But he he was used to talk a lot about um, all of this stuff, and and I guess kind of came to popularity through his and he's probably one of the people I've watched the most of um, and he's quite commonly known but the issue is is like everything particularly these people that are working for these um, technology companies and it was funny that um, Hill just said my dad works for Lockheed he's probably a spy Um, but it's hard to know what ends up being uh, like purposeful disinformation, right? So this person who's pretending they're coming out because they're blowing the whistle on something and just releasing a whole bunch of information that absolutely has no bearing, has no truth to it, you know, forged documents or whatever, just to basically create a completely different narrative so that you've got people who side with his thing and then side with someone else's. So that's the difficult thing I've found with this whole alien stuff or or ufos or even the technology stuff like there's just so much information or so many people that are blowing the whistle about something that is almost completely different from what other people are saying it's hard to draw some sort of linear line through it all and find something that absolutely feels and that's the problem that's the problem is there's so much information and there's so much disinformation and there's so much misinformation in the ufo community and they and the deep state have poisoned that well on purpose because with the whole symbolism thing which we've talked about before, the, I guess their rule is like when they do something, they have to put the symbolism out there before they do it. But we, when it mm-hmm. comes to non-terrestrials, it's, it's, it's just a lot different. The UFO community seems very aggressive in the first place. And I don't know if mm. that's because of, that's because of the um, misinformation, disinformation, or whether it's because you have one person who talks to one insider and then you have another person who talks to another insider. They'll be saying similar stuff, but it's still like it doesn't line up or it lines up in some ways and doesn't line up in the others. And then they go, my version's true or no, my version's true. And it just kind of like is a whole lot of infighting going on. So... Regis said, uh, I guess because ETs connect mostly telepathically and energetically through dreams, not too much physical contact. Now, that's an interesting point because we've talked about this before and I've always felt that like with a lot of this, especially if you think about like the technology stuff as well, um, I've always felt that there's this concept that you find as a theme that they talk about a lot that like aliens could literally exist in this realm, but not 
if you think about a dog whistle, that was always the explanation that I've heard come up a lot of times from these people like that. You know, our eyes have certain ranges that we can look in just like our ears can hear yeah, that's within it. a certain range of frequencies. The frequency of light, yeah. There's a chance that these things are just able to travel or move around completely undetected. Um, well, that's, that's, that's when we start going of- into quantum physics, quantum mechanics. That's when we start talking about dimensions and like the Schumann resonance which is like the resonance of earth which is around seven hertz so from what it seems like is this dimension vibrates around seven hertz so if you've got a being that can manipulate the almost like their vibration they can you you know how like when you're tuning a radio station you'll you'll tune to 107 and then when you kind of go 107.1234 and then by five it's like you're out of that radio station yeah it's almost like these beings can they're, they're, they can tune their their vibration because atoms are all just vi- is, are just vibrating constantly. So yeah. what it seems like is on Earth or in this, it might even be this solar system or this galaxy or whatever it is, we're around 7 hertz. It's called the Schumann resonance. You can have a look at it. So what's yeah. happening is these non-terrestrials are able to change the, the frequency that they vibrate at, which phases out of our reality. And that's why we often with UFOs as well, when you see videos of them or pictures of them or if someone's lucky enough to actually have seen one themselves they they'll be there and then they won't be there and that's and that and that could be to do with that or from what i've heard it could also be to do with time so when you're in a vehicle that's moving faster than the speed of light then time is time and light are merged into one almost do you know what i mean like they're indicative of each other in a certain way where and that's time. where the whole time travel thing comes from. Well, that's right, yeah, because if, it's like the whole theory, like when you look into the sky and you see a star, that's actually a, a planet or a, something like or a star that's exploded and you're because you're, you're so far away, it's hap- like, you know, it's happened a billion years ago and we're just seeing the light of it now. It's yeah. that same thing. Yeah. So when you can move faster than the speed of light, essentially that you can then move in time as well. Affect the way time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it seems like time isn't linear as the way we view it. It seems like time is more elastic and it can more come back on itself. Yeah. But from what a lot like... Oh, I, what, love, I love how we what we started from and what we've come to here already. This is fucking we great. We didn't want to go deep into this shit and I didn't <laughs> want to fucking go deep into this shit because I'd start saying this shit and people would be like, no, that fucking sounds crazy. We will on no, the look, cons- I think that's on the conspiratorium. On the conspiratorium, we will go into this and I'll fucking tell you who we'll, said we'll it, come, who said this stuff, and we'll yeah. talk more about quantum physics and we'll talk more about aliens and stuff like that. But it's well, yeah. last question I've got on this subject for you because I didn't actually get to finish the initial question I started with, right? About yeah. this whole, um, so yeah, obviously a lot of our thought is that. We are very capable, like like you were saying, right? We um we with the moon thing, especially like we went there. There's already things, so now we're making up this big elaborate story about um how we can't go back. Yeah, is that really all? Is that the only reason? Like, do, is that kind of like so? Shit is so hectic out there that. And like, obviously, we they're gonna know that they were fucking full of shit from that time onwards that they're trying to suppress. Because like, when you watch the NASA DVDs and that of like, oh yeah, we lost all the blueprints for the ships, and now we just like, there's no fucking way that nah. when we have gone from a computer that fills up ten rooms to a computer that literally can fit yeah. in between our two fingers, there's just no possible way. And as well as the advancements in, you know, you look at fighter jets and all of these kinds of things, there's no way that we have been able to 
Because this is the thing as well. It's not just about getting out of space. Like being able to successfully land a ship on the moon surface, like is a fucking hectic thing to be able to have done. Definitely. definitely. Um, and there's so much involved with it. Then you've got the whole, yeah, being able to travel through the, is it Orion's belt? Is that the thing? The, the, um, like yeah, so yeah. Well, all the rocks. Yeah. 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 And yep, there's yep. like so much radiation. Um, yeah. Like, well, that's what yeah, the- there's like so many. That's what the original thing was is people were saying like why they thought it was fake because they they say the human body can't travel through this radiation yeah. belt. Um, yeah. they, they obviously figured out technology how to do it a long time ago. But for people yeah. that are listening and want to actually do a little bit of their own research when it comes to this kind of like higher technology stuff, semi-recently the Navy came out with a patent. You know, you, you know about patents where someone will invent something and they'll have to get a patent to make it theirs almost. Yeah. So, yeah. So the I think, I think it was the Navy or something like that. Some dude came out with a patent for something called a TR-3B. Now, you can look this up, um, TR-3B. This is a like a, like a black triangle spacecraft, which um, supposedly, supposedly uses ion drivers and has the ability to create its own gravitational field which means it's a ufo essentially so mm-hmm. what the what the what the thing is is like not all of these orbs and all these things that we see in the sky are necessarily aliens you know a lot of this technology i think we we would have been we would have been developing and had since before world war ii i think they said the 1930s was when a lot of this stuff because what they what they seem to think is when the UFO crashed at Area 51 or around that area. They took the UFO. There was a survivor in there. Reverse, they took this. Reverse engineered. Yeah, they reverse engineered it. And that's where Bluetooth came from. That's where fiber optic cable came from. A whole bunch of other technology that we now like take for granted. But, not, but the stuff that was actually important and stuff that was revolutionary never got released. So, And what happened is we then, as a species, we built on top of that and we kept growing and growing and growing. I'm only quoting this stuff from the top of my head. I don't have anything open on. So it's a little yeah. bit hard. And that's you know, why we said we wanted to do this on a proper conspirac- conspiratorium and we will. But if you want to have a look, do a bit of research into TR3B because like um, it, it's actually starting to come out. It's actually starting to come out. But they don't, the, the deep state don't necessarily care that much about extraterrestrials. They more care about them getting caught. The Bob Lazar. Yeah. The Bob Lazar, that, that's, that was who I was thinking of. Bob Lazar Doco, because I couldn't yes. think of his name. He's he's a very interesting he's a very interesting one. Um, you can even listen to his Joe Rogan podcast episode. There's a lot of people saying that he is a misinformation agent for the CIA or something like that. But there's also a lot of people that are insiders saying that his testimony is legit. So once again, like we're saying, it's so muddy when it comes to this stuff because you don't know who to trust. You can, yeah. on, you can only go by people's testimony. There's a guy called William Tompkins. He's dead now. He died, I think it was last year or the year before. He's, he's got, unless they've been taken off of YouTube because they might have been censored, they might have been downed. But he's, he did a few interviews before he died talking about his time at uh, McDonnell Douglas, I think it was. Might have been Boeing. It was one of the aerospace companies. And he talks about yep. it. That Emery Smith guy, the scientist, he talks about dissecting stuff. So there, there are whistleblowers that you can go out there. There's a guy called Corey Good. His stuff's a little bit more imaginative and out there and a lot of people might have a hard time believing it. I don't necessarily believe it, but I think the things he, say, he says are really cool. Just like even if it's science fiction, even if it's not true, 
what he says is really cool. Um, but it, it, it always gives you gives you food for thought. So yeah, but yeah, yeah the whole um, yeah Jeremy Corbell as well. Yeah, so the whole Bob Lazar thing is is super interesting because a lot of people were pointing out character flaws of his as well, like his breakup with his wife and he went a bit psychotic. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's all just super muddy. It's all just super muddy. That's why when we when we come back to this, we'll come back to it with 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 some factoids. Yeah. So one of the other questions we got, because um, I think we've already ticked over an hour. So fuck. We have an hour and three minutes, um, it says here. So very well. Um, very good. Very well. Very good. Very good. Uh, one of the other things was, what are your thoughts on climate change? Which isn't, we haven't actually talked about this. We haven't. Um, we haven't. But one of the things that I wanted to touch on straight away, like I think that they're, again, the thing that I think is not correct about climate change necessarily than what I think is, is the whole, like, um, what the fuck's his name? The fucking I can't even think of his name right now. South Park, fucking man, bear pig. What's his? Al Gore. What's the cunt who? Al Gore. <laughs> the yeah. guy who won um, the election and then lost to George Bush. Yeah, the yeah, uh, his Gore, yeah. idea of the whole um, ice caps melting and um, and like flooding the earth. That was what started as the whole climate change thing. Um, and that's something that just doesn't seem to be coming to fruit. I mean, I think he said by 2020, we were going to be back in that. Well, all these scientists this whole time have been saying climate change was going to do this. It's going to affect this. It's going to happen in 98. I think they started saying this in 1989 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And by 2013, the world was supposed to be a meter underwater. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm I'm a uh, climate change skeptic or climate change, like denier or something like that. Cause the climate is quite obviously changing. It's, you you can't deny that the weather's getting weird and it, it seems a lot hotter I guess I don't know. It just it just seems it just seems different. But from what from what I've I've seen is like it's not just carbon dioxide. They they're like kind of they're purposely not they're not lying to you, but they're like they're diverting your attention to carbon dioxide when there's like other ones like meth uh, is it methan not methanol methane methane and yeah. stuff like that which are like six or seven times more dense than carbon fiber, but. It's it well, like, and then, and then the ocean is also a big, a big part. Water is a big part of the, this climate blanket too, you know. So it once again, it's what what it is is a lot of people want something to complain about, and a lot of people want an agenda to push, but they have climate change as a front almost. They use climate change as a front when there's actually a, a different mo behind it. Well, that's where the whole, that's what I was going to talk talk about, right? Is and, and and I want to segue from this into something a little bit else as well. But um, the <laughs> the climate has been changing for centuries. I don't think we need to label it as something also. Yeah, Bill it's, Gates, it, it, yes, it's, it's true. It's true. The sun is also getting closer. We are also getting closer to the sun. So that would be contributing to shit warming up. So, but there's... There's two things that are common, and this is where a lot of conspiracies sprout from in terms of, uh, you know, where we're heading to, you know, the the whole new world order theory, right? And two of the main consistencies that you see in these uh, climate agreements, which is all we hear about all the time, you know, these summits and whatever, is about uh, carbon tax, which, um, A, you remember we were one of the first guinea pigs of a possible carbon tax, which I want to talk about in a second about how Australia seemed to be a guinea pig for a lot of things. Um, but the carbon tax is a common thing that you find in each country's like new climate agreement is is considering a carbon tax. And another thing, which is what 
people have driven a lot of the chemtrail theories from. And these are actually documented things where they're saying that in order to um, uh, basically, uh, you know, dim down the effects of the sun um, that we should be spraying reflective particles or doing something by to release reflective particles into the sky um, to basically, you know, refract some of the sun's energy and stop yeah. its effect on, on the earth as it gets yeah. closer. So, and that's where a lot of the chemtrail stuff comes from, right? Is that they're, they're saying that, you know, when you see all of the, the fucking lines in the sky, that that is part of that agenda. And we know that there has been, like, that obviously ties into cloud seeding, which is another thing that we know is well documented. Um, obviously, China have been massive advocates of actually basically creating whatever they need to to make rain happen because there's so much of China that they that doesn't get adequate enough rain to grow crops. Yeah. So they actually do cloud seeding um, to be able to make that happen. But it's just funny how, like, that, two things that you can find very significant evidence for, which is cloud seeding in China. They did an experiment here uh, in Tasmania, I believe as well, where they tested the same thing. Um, and of, and then these climate agreements where they talk about spraying reflective particles into the sky to block out the sun, which are in like government documents. And yet it's crazy that people are like, you know, the, again, you get that spin on it and they're like, yeah. oh, these fucking, you know, conspiracy theorists thinking that fucking they're spraying chemtrails. Again, I don't well, know that's, if that's what they're doing. Yeah. But when they're talking about them in climate agreements and we know cloud seeding is a thing to try and manipulate weather. I mean, if there's one thing that you wanted to be able to control in the um, world where you could make, you could bring catastrophe to a place and have it completely fucking blamed on an act of God. Yeah. Finding some way to manipulate weather would be the absolute best way to do it. And we won't get into the whole harp stuff and whatever today. And I, cause I think we'll come back and give that another uh, time yeah. as well, but all this stuff deserves its own, deserves its own conspiratorium. We, was, yeah. we can talk about, we can talk about chemtrails and how they're spraying aluminium and all these other kind of heavy metals into the sky. And we can talk about, the reasons why they're doing this stuff but i guess with all of this kind of stuff that isn't easily provable by going here's the evidence here here's the evidence here it's it, it does make it really difficult to for a lot of people that aren't awake it, may, it would make it difficult for them to to believe it and there's a lot of mm -hmm. stuff that i don't necessarily believe and they don't really affect me that much so i don't spend much as much time on it as i probably maybe should but yeah. um yeah, like like you were saying, man. It's it, you can see it if you look up. You can see the clouds that like the way they're the the trails, the way they kind of spread. They're not like normal clouds. So, yeah. and that's where uh, you know again the five G stuff where people get concerned from that because you're you're talking about frequencies, you're talking about waves. We just mentioned it with the stuff. Like again, yes, it gets taken to extreme lengths, but whether that's just people that are again spreading disinformation so that everyone looks at it and says it's stupid and discredits it straight away, um, or whether there's actually something to it. When you're talking about um, you know anything that I mean, it, it's a known thing, right? That just I don't want to get into the five G stuff either, but I've worked in telecommunications for many years and i thought the first time i ever had a phone call about someone having wi-fi sickness i laughed to myself i was yeah. like that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard yeah then after the 50th time that i heard it i was like there has to be something to this like these yeah. are just normal you know bob and jill sitting at home talking about how with the certain modems or whatever they will actually you know may be made to feel ill when they have their uh, they have their Wi-Fi turned on. They turn their Wi-Fi off and suddenly they feel okay, right? So 
if that is something that can occur to not just the one person, to me as one person who's had 50 examples of it in my, what, maybe six years I've been doing it for now, then there's something to that. So then yeah. it's not crazy to think that there's a concern that if just Wi-Fi, which doesn't, isn't a massive amount of uh, frequency that it emits, something like a 5G tower, which is supposed to be very concentrated and very intense because the like the idea of like the as you the further you got the gigahertz range so like if you think about your modem right now has 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz so like 2.4 gigahertz can travel further but can't travel through surfaces right yeah, so yeah. it's great at covering distance through your house but if you've got a double brick home or you're trying to get your modem to go through four walls it's not going to get there right because it doesn't penetrate surfaces whereas five gigahertz is much more intense in a smaller range so if you have those walls it will get through probably two or three of them but then the distance drops off yeah so that's again this the the thoughts and concerns about the whole 5g stuff is like you're you're building this network that is going to be so much more intense yeah so much more dense you live around yeah 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 um and like that's not crazy to thing but again because people are, are like taking it to these extreme lengths you're naturally discrediting any sort of concern around it um because you know and you've got telstra coming out and like mock it, making adverts and like mocking people and saying that there's nothing to be worried about but like we should we have a right to ask questions and not well, be ridiculed about sh- this stuff that's the problem with all this stuff is like there needs to be transparency with everything i think you know I don't think things should be kept secret. I think, and that's that's including aliens. You know, I think everything yeah. Yeah. should be. If you're able to look at it, if you're well, if you're able to comprehend it, you should be able to. You should be able to understand. And if you want to get that extra like level of understanding, you should be able to. But we live in a world full of fucking secrecy and lies, so it makes it very difficult, I guess. And, and why like, wouldn't you think there's shit going on when you when like we talked about in the very early conspiratorium, right? So we talked about uh, Operation Northwards, where they planned that attack on American civilians to blame it on Cuba. Why would you not think that they're still doing shady shit? This is yeah. what gets me when people laugh at us talking about this stuff, like and call us crazy. And Rihanna when saying there are our own things like MK Ultra. Um, yeah, um, when there are things like MK Ultra and Operation Northwoods and these things that have now been proven to, um, you know, be able to uh, cast doubt over the actions of a government, why are we so crazy for thinking that they wouldn't do more fucking hectic shit now or yeah. to be questioning, you know, how effective a fucking vaccine that they're about to rush to fucking market for the coronavirus is going to be when Man, we've seen it, that they've just done things for dollar signs before. Yeah, it's interesting that the, the, the Qantas guy was like, you're not going to be able to fly my fucking plane unless you show me that you're vaccinated like that's fucking and this is that's intense. the shit that conspiracy theorists have been talking about for fucking 10 20 years now yeah and like that's the thing is that when they actually get vindicated and we've been like you know people have been saying for years like they're going to want fucking vaccine passports and they're going to make all of these things where you have to be you know they've been saying about they're going to basically have you chipped and fucking hurt and they're going to be tracking your every move yeah we're actually seeing that shit happen with the amount of security that they've implemented what was i even talking about someone um a friend of Erica's was talking to us about how they had uh, traveled from Queensland to here and they were um, didn't have to quarantine because of whatever reason they didn't have to quarantine, but they were made to sign a form that basically said, we can check on you on any time over the next, however long. Which right. is very strange when you think yeah. about it, because if you're not quarantining, then why the fuck do they need to check in on you? 
If there's yeah. no reason for you, if you like, if you've not instructed the person based on whatever criteria they have to meet that they need to be quarantined, but you've you've been forced to sign a form that says basically the police can knock on or come into your house at any point in time, for what reason? Um, it just again furthers that whole thing that they're just slowly encroaching in our lives more and more, and they give us a reason that we need to accept it. Like we've said, terrorism was the reason for the last yeah. two decades since nine eleven. Totalitarian dictator. And where the fuck is terrorism now, right? Soon as the, the like, it, it literally has just fallen off the face of the earth. This threat that led us to um, have to, you know, have increased security everywhere, CCTVs on every light post, yeah. this like insane amount of encroachment into our lives has just fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah. Like so there's no such threat of it anymore. And now it's a pandemic. And yeah. now when it's not this pandemic, it'll be the next one or whatever it may well, be. Well, that's it. Nikki, um, Nikki was just saying that supposedly you got to go in and isolate for two weeks at a hotel at your own expense if you're not vaccinated. Just to travel into Australia. Just to travel. Yeah. So this you is, see what I mean? This is and, like, and what they do is they 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 go, all right, we've got this goal here, but but if we go straight for this goal of fucking tracking everyone and tracking your thoughts, tracking your movement and everything, people will reject it. So they do one little step at a time. They push it further and they push it further, and then then they go, then they get resistance. So they they step back a little bit, and then then fucking two years later they push it a little bit further, and they've been doing it for fucking two hundred years. Yeah, and yeah. that's how they're slowly controlling our lives, you know. Um, yes, this is being recorded, by the way. So, um, yeah, push it with fear. Exactly, Dylan, man. Like, it's fear. That's that, that's the big word. That Honestly, that is – people will say, like, what's the opposite of love? I say it's fear. It really is. Yeah, I think yeah, it's and it's it's the it's the most powerful tool because we will literally do things like um you know people will roll up their arm for this vaccine and I just think that we haven't had enough time to be convinced by any group of people and we've had times before we've had you know if you look at the ages of pharmaceuticals over the years you look at I can't think of the things off the top of my head but there's been a lot of contraception stuff for women that has ended up being fucking botched and hurting and killing yeah. and mutating but I remember there was a, a contraception thing it was like an implant that they had in Bangladesh where they told them it was completely safe and they had nothing to worry about and then there was a generation worth of kids that were born with birth defects um, because they rushed it to market I just don't think why are people not more up in arms about the fact that they're going to roll this out well before it's even ready. Yeah, well, um, that's it. Before that's it should fact. be ready. You, yeah. know, you just can't have something that's been tried and tested. Um, and I'm even seeing articles coming out being like, you know, people are going to have to take risks with side effects for this well, in order to be protected. Honestly, protected 90% virus, that's not fucking killing Yeah, 90% efficiency just fucking isn't good enough, dude. So, like, if, there, if there's a million people... I don't believe that. No, I don't believe yeah, that no, 90%, neither do I. right? Because like, they're just going to tell us whatever fucking number they want. That's like that video that I sent you a couple of days ago with the girl who was going over, I think it was the AstraZeneca vaccine, the one that Australia was supposed to be getting, um, and she goes over and she's like, all right, let's let, let's take a video. She's like, let's read what's in this vaccine. And she's like, all right, let's just not take anything for granted. If we don't know what the, all this crazy lingo is, we're going to go in and we're going to research it. So she goes in and, and it says, this vaccine is made of fucking RNA D1765 or whatever it is. So she goes in, she Googles it, and she finds out it's, 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 it's made of aborted fetus cells from 14-week-old yeah. boys. And, yep. uh, and then that's the thing is that when people say that, when people post about that on Facebook or whatever, they're like, oh, look at these crazy theorists saying there's a boarded, but it's like there's actual evidence. It says it on the fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, it, and but then, the way that they do it is that they call that compound some crazy some weird fucking name, name. So yeah, that when yeah, you yeah. read that, you never actually go and research it and you never find out. Yeah. So then when they say about Mercury and all these things, they just give it different names yeah so that you're never actually looking deep enough um and when you talk about those things they're like oh these people are crazy so What's the hydrogen, it's like, it's like to, the whole it's like the whole hydrogen dioxide thing yeah it's yeah, like exactly. hydrogen dioxide oh no i don't fuck with that that's h2o bro that's fucking literally water you know what i mean like it's yeah yeah exactly yeah, right that's how the, the conditioning goes you know it's um it's it's interesting man it really is i think we're i think yeah. you know what i think next year i was saying this to lizzie and shout out to my lovely girlfriend lizzie i was saying to her um next year is going to be a fucking intense time like next year is going to be probably one of the hardest years of our lives because all of this stuff is starting to come to a head more and more people are starting to realize that fuck maybe this isn't you know, what I've been told it is, people are starting to wake up, you know, the whole, like, just the fact that even though Trump Trump lost and he still got 74 million votes, like, that's that's like fucking 8, 10 million more than Obama got and he was supposedly the most popular president of all time. Oh, that whole thing is, um, um, again, we'll come back and we talk about that. We will do a massive election one. But it seems like that's, that still oof. seems like there's unfinished business there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what I wanted to say, because I mentioned it before and I, I think this isn't um, the the a, a good segue into it is talking about how we were the test subject right and i find that like there's a fair bit of evidence to support that australia um are almost that on a few things right so um carbon tax was we were one of the first countries that got a carbon tax introduced it obviously you know tested it out see how the people respond to it it didn't get a great response so they repealed it um no jab no pay in all of these conspiracy uh things that i keep track of it's being, especially now with this whole coronavirus thing, it's becoming very big news with people in America and the UK about how we're the first country yeah. to have uh, Centrelink benefits or taken away from you if you don't have up-to-date vaccines. That is bewildering some of the world because we're the first country that's actually introduced laws yeah. like that, right? Um, there was also like a, a massive thing talking about vaccines, about how we were the first country that had the cervical cancer vaccine. And that is one of the most documented uh, vaccines to have like incredibly bad side effects, right? Yeah. So, um, and we were, you know, when you look into that, we were one of the first people to, to try that out under the Howard government. Um, and one big one that I want to do more of an in-depth talk on um, later, but I've done a fair bit of research into what happened in Port Arthur and how the the massacre that happens in Port Arthur, we then have gun control laws implemented immediately afterwards, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, and you look at, and I, I want to talk about that more in depth, all the little inconsistencies of that story that, that add up to that being a very big conspiracy. But the thing that's interesting about that is that it's that, that, classic mass shooting that we now see unfold time and time and time and time again in the US where the instant talking point for the next two weeks on wall-to-wall -wall news is gun control yeah and it just it's so interesting to me that like if you look at all of those things together carbon tax no jab no pay the cervical cancer vaccine and gun control and I'm sure there's more it seems like we're this perfect little docile test subject to yep, see, it. like, you know, like we're this far away land. It's the she'll which be right fucking attitude, you know, like. 
to make a difference. And obviously we know we're in the pocket. I mean, look at, you know, we follow the US into war in the Middle East and, and we do these things. Um, it, it seems like there's this a fair bit of evidence to support that we are like the testing grounds for whether it's something pharmaceutical, whether it's something, you know, just the, the people control thing um, to see how the rest, the rest of the world is going to react yeah. when they start bringing out these things more and more. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy to think of. And I guess that, ties into the question that we had from Andrew as well. Like, what are your thoughts on Australia still being a Commonwealth nation? Um, I mean, and, and the monarchy, I, I probably can't get too much into the, the monarchy itself. That's a never ending thing, but I think that's part of it, right? That we're still tied into these things because we are very much like the little, you know, if you think about five eyes and, and everything else that we're involved in and, um, you know, Alexander Downer's relationship with the US and his involvement in everything that happened with with Russiagate and, and whatever else. Um, yeah, it seems like we are just this little guinea pig that yeah. gets a lot of this draconian stuff tested out on because if we're, no one's listening to us enough, right? No one's listening to what we have to say. We make up such a small percentile yeah, that's it. Um, that they can get away with, um, you know, testing things out on us and we're not going to make enough of a ripple in the world um to actually if they if they botch it or they do something horribly wrong no one's ever going to really know about it um you know maybe today more so than back when the whole port arthur massacre happened because the age of internet and and people you know you look at people like you know say friendly geordies and whatever these people that are now becoming prominent um and having influence in in a social media space it's only now becoming something where that kind of stuff is probably they have to be more cautious of it but for the last you know 100 years they could do whatever the fuck they wanted here and we could never make enough fuss or get anyone to ever know about it so why wouldn't you um so yeah it's a very interesting thought to think that yeah we are uh just this this little guinea pig for our for our bigger brothers that don't want to be caught doing things like they did in the past and testing it on their own people well, that's it, man. That's it. It's uh, yeah. Look, it like someone said just just before. It's it's the the water being so muddy with everything that's going on makes it so hard for people to just want to take a step back and think about this stuff. Like, I'm not sitting here telling you that fucking NASA landed on the moon and got fucking attacked by aliens straight away, and I'm wholeheartedly believing all this stuff. But when you start putting together the puzzle pieces and you start hearing from these people and you start seeing what these people are saying it's you can you can you can kind of get the gist of it to the point where you can make your own rational decisions with the information that you've got and um yeah here we just we cop it sweet man we really do we cop it sweet and yeah. we're we're just too docile to stand up and well that was like that facebook video of that pregnant woman who during COVID said we need to protest this shit and then the police came to her fucking house and arrested her for incitement yeah. Over a Facebook and post. everyone, everyone called her a fucking lunatic, and that's the thing. Like, oh, that's the the scariest part of where we're at at the moment is that, like, we're not saying that we're right about everything, right? Because we've never said that. We've said that since episode one. We could be wrong about everything we've said. We, we I'll happily, consistently remind everyone of that. But I just want people to be like, mm, "That's weird. Let's let's ask some questions about that. Let's actually, you know, ask our government for clarity around what the fuck they think. How this is going to actually eventuate? Like, we're just so easy. We're so happy." to just be like yeah whatever it is what it is and it's like that's how what's got us into this position that we're in and like the same people that are 
you know, happy to just be like, ah, whatever happens. But then they're the same ones that are actually going, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like a fucking a slave. I just constantly work my ass off. I can't get anywhere. You know, they're depressed yeah. about all of these things. Yeah. So that's why they can't be bothered thinking about the bigger picture, but that's what, that's where it starts from. Yeah. If we think about yeah. the bigger picture and we make changes around the bigger picture, then maybe we could live in this world where we're not fucking working 60-hour weeks just to provide a, a comfortable life for our family and all of these things that could possibly be changed. So it's like the same people that are um, you know, not wanting to say anything are the ones that are also feeling disenfranchised by the current system. So it's like such a, a, a double-edged sword yeah. when that's exactly what they want. They want us to be too tired and too exhausted and too worried about our own little immediate lives to be thinking about how could we actually make our stresses better on a global or at least on a state or country level. Um, if we actually ask questions about why the fuck are we doing these things? Why are things the way that they are? Surely there has to be a better way. And that goes into Um, the education system too, is they purposely don't teach. I don't remember being taught about tax in, in high no, school. Dude. I don't remember yeah, being taught anything. about how to start a business in high school. Insurance, yeah. none fucking, of those things. Yeah, man. they don't they don't actually they, they, I know fucking heaps about Pythagoras' theorem, but I don't know shit about what actually goes on in the world, about what goes on in like they need to teach you fucking finances, first of all. You need to learn how to manage yeah. your money. Like they need to learn into uh, how to get into like investing in stocks at least or something that that, that you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be reserved for for certain people that have the money to, and that's the also another trap. The whole the whole university trap is like they'll go there and you'll be like, all right, I want to do a degree in psychology, and then they'll be like, all right, no worries, that's going to be fucking ninety grand, and you're like, all right, well, I don't have ninety grand, so they put you in debt, and they have this hex system where like there's interest that builds on top of it, and so until you're earning X amount of dollars, you're not even paying that back, and this interest is going on top, so you're just constantly in debt, and then they can control you with this debt, but there's still at there's still people coming out of these psychology degrees and they're like, well, I'm still working at fucking Foodland and like there's nothing I can do about it. I can't get a job. Yeah. I'm so, pretty sure I know two, at least one honours and one master's that both aren't working in the field. They've ended up going into teaching or, or doing something completely different, which um, is crazy to think of. And you think about the money that, and the debt that they're in, then they're in more debt because they've had to switch their degree or, or go and do something else or yeah. within that. Um, you know, it's it's an insane system that we live in, dude. And um, We will t- we'll yeah, talk about again, money about- a bit more in another, in another episode about, about the system yeah. and the banks. And you, you know about fractional reserve lending, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about um, all that kind of stuff as well because I think people need to understand because the because the financial system is a big uh, control system as well. Well, I think it would probably well, I mean, be look, the biggest. You, you think about the big, one of the biggest like things that echo through the conspiracy community is end the Fed because this this Federal Reserve banking system that has basically just put us all into this, you know, trillion dollars of debt and then that's what they use to control us. They yeah. um they constantly tell us, "Oh, these are the things we need to cut the funding to this and cut the funding to this because of a national debt, which is just basically some fucking what's his face uh rothschild motherfucker who has yeah. just installed these central banking systems into every country um and basically printing money and then set, lending it to governments with interest and then they use that as their justification to basically put in all of these fucking draconian or cut all the funding it, man. to the things where it's needed and we just eat it up we're like oh yeah well we got to get down this national debt it's it's such a fucking it's a never system. yeah it's never ending debt man so why the fuck are we worrying about but you know what i mean like that's how they fucking play it bro 
That's yeah, how and you look them. at the so then you look at the whole Middle East thing, and you look at all the countries that they invaded after 9/11, and they were all countries that didn't have a central banking system. And guess what they have now? Yeah, central fucking banking system. But hey, I'm a fucking lunatic, right? That's it's just it. it we just have to ask these questions. That's that it. Man. Alone, go. Hey, hold on a second. If 9/11 was just this like massive attack on our freedoms and democracy, where a bunch of terrorists hijacked these planes and crashed them into the twin towers, then why did the countries that they invaded after Afterwards, uh, not have a central bank that now do have a central bank and why are we still occupying them yeah. and like raiding the fucking poppy fields and the gold and oil reserves and everything else since then what has that got to do with protecting our fucking democracy which is why we went over there and intervened in the first place you know we we the the news constantly made it out like we were going over there because they had some dictator that we needed to overthrow and install a better government and yet you have people, whistleblowers and stuff coming out from these countries and being like, shit was way better. Like, first of all, the, our whole entire city wasn't bombed to fuck and we actually had some sort of quality of life. Yeah. Now we have nothing. Now we have absolutely nothing. Yeah, you look at Syria left. and it's been fucking torn apart, bro. Crazy shit. But you know what? Um, I think we're going to wrap it up here. But let's wrap it up on a positive, yeah. positive note, hey? Let's talk about what we're yeah. going to be doing next um, because this is the first live stream and I feel like like a typical Wormholes episode, we started with a bit of banter. We started a bit with, we, a, with a bit of shit. And we descended into absolute And we descended fucking into fucking absolute chaos and, and, and bedlam. We get, real, we get real in the second half, we noticed. It, it starts off Every with a bit of bullshit. Man. So we've been going Every for an time. hour and a half. That's good though because you've you got to... You gotta, um, uh, what do you call it? Everyone needs a bit of foreplay, right? You know what I mean? You don't just want to like go in there and just fucking ram it in dry, brother. You need to fucking, you need to pre, <laughs> preheat it. the oven. <laughs> preheat the, the oven. oven. That's it. That's it. Um, Dylan said no nipple talk. I don't, I, I'm going to tell you, man, I know a lot about a lot of things, but um, the areola and nipple are two things that I, I haven't got my cert three from Elizabeth Tate for. So uh, I do apologize, uh, deals for that. But I, I tell you what, we will, We'll come back to you with another um, with another wormholes episode dedicated. Dedicated. Might be a short one. The nipples Might episode. Might be a five minute episode. That's it. Um, That's we'll it. See if we can get a nipple expert on. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. That'd be cool. And have a chat. But yeah, tell us what what are we up to, man? What do we got coming? Uh, what so we got coming soon. So from what from what from what it seems like between the old uh, the our, our heckle and was it heckle and jive, Jekyll and heckle Hyde. And jive. Well, what what did you originally say, Bonnie and Clyde? Bonnie and Clyde, the Bonnie and and you Clyde. said Jekyll and Hyde, so, and then we ended up just riffing off of that into again. So basically, we want to we want to get some like, like a store going with some merch, and we're going to do uh, some some limited edition prints to start off with, and then we'll roll into just some some more uh, normal wormholesy kind of shirts that'll be there forever. And I think the plan is for us to do an OG wormholes drop. So everyone who's basically on this live stream now would is what I'll consider the OGs. Yeah, thank you so much. How many people? How many people are around there at the moment? It's twenty two people. That's rad, man. That's I think so it peaked cool. at about thirty eight or something, which that's, again, that's more than I possibly expected. Yeah, oh, that's 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 so cool. That's, so we're gonna get we're awesome. gonna get the shop going, and as we get closer to Christmas, we're gonna be doing some more some more streams because this is really fun, um, and getting this shop going, and we'll do some giveaways, uh, and we will. Um, yeah, hopefully with that with that money that we make, we can get a cam like another camera, a proper camera like mine, and we can when, yeah, we, when so you I'm come not doing here, cardboard PC yeah, webcam. So, so you're not like on a on a wet towel, you know what I mean? So so when you when you come here, we can even like when we're actually out there at the desk, we can and having a normal episode, we can stream that too. So yeah, be really good. But uh, so yeah, to to so what we want to do is we want to basically do the first fifty 
that we release because that seems to be probably the core group at the moment that are consistently giving us feedback. So I guess we want to kind of reward you guys as well by doing the first, like we're going to do a release that's only going to be for 50 shirts. They're going to be specialized in some way that we can't tell you yet. Um, that's going to basically uh, immortalize this shirt as a first 50. Um, and then obviously we're just going to, release another bunch of cool designs and have stuff that's available all the time um, but we just wanted to kind of do something to encapsulate the you know especially and for a bit of appreciation for the people that have been here since um you know our first episode and, and have more than likely tuned in tonight and um continue to give us feedback because um yeah like it's just as i said at the beginning of this thing like the the interaction from you guys and like again you blew my expectations out of the water here tonight everyone's been getting involved they've put comments they've hung around for for the whole thing they hung around for easily... an, over an hour and a half man that's really yeah really damn that cool. little thing where it said like people watching like i've done it before where i've like clicked on someone's live stream just to see how many people are watching and like there's just like one other dude in there and i, I was so <laughs> worried about that happening um but it hasn't and so i'm pretty stoked uh so yeah the merch news we're, we're gonna hopefully do a christmas live stream everyone will be yes. home and, and chilling um so we're gonna do a christmas live stream and if everything goes to plan we will be dropping the merch on that live stream yep um so and the giveaway get some information uh yeah yeah and we'll we'll do a giveaway as well um so yeah thank you thank you so much for tuning in thank you for everything you've done you, you really make this incredibly enjoyable um and yeah, this this has been sick. Thank you so much. It's been really good. And uh, tomorrow's episode, well, this episode now will be coming out tomorrow on uh, the, all the podcasting platforms. So if you want to have a listen back, but you don't want to see our fucking ugly faces, you just want to hear our ugly voices, then go over to Spotify, wherever you listen tomorrow. Uh, no, yeah, no, it's Friday morning. We, 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 Friday. We drop. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll drop this one on YouTube as well. So if you want to, uh, if you do want some friends to see our beautiful faces and, and get a taste for some for some video com, uh, content, um, obviously we'll we'll post this live stream and put that on YouTube as well, so they can watch the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I think that so, was yeah. about all we wanted to 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 chat about. Was there anything else? Yeah, I think yeah, I think Christmas live stream, and hopefully drop the merch. We're obviously yeah. We're gonna do the UFC. UF, UFC. We're gonna do. We're gonna do the UFC. We're gonna do episode. We'll do UFC. I mean, we can. We're gonna bring an alien. We're gonna get an alien and a, and an octagon. Look, and look. I, 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 I didn't want to ruin the surprise, rounds. but in this room here, okay. there's an alien in there. Can you yeah. see him? And an octagon. And an, and an octagon. It's a UFC. And I'm gonna go in there and fight a tall gray, and we can watch it. It's gonna be fucking rad. All right, last question before we go, and I need yep. th th this is the thing that I need to see in the group chat for everyone. There's still 21 of you still listening. I need to know right now everyone's answer to the question we ask all our guests. You would have heard it before. <laughs> Lay them in the chat right Lay now. Down. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? And go. Spit them out. You, you, you know our. You know our thoughts on this. We've, we've told you every week. Um, I'm not fucking with a duck, dude. I'm not see, fucking with that giant duck. See, see, see what, like I've thought about it a little bit more, right? And my logic is is horses are quite intelligent, whereas ducks aren't. Whereas ducks aren't intelligent. Do you know what I mean? So even though it's a big duck, it's not intelligent. Where you've got a hundred little fucking horses, they're gonna be doing some shit. They're gonna be UFC and they're gonna be they're gonna be causing damage as much as they can. Whereas the duck's just happy to be alive, bro. You know what I mean? Like he's just happy to fucking. 
exist. See, we we got a we got a bit of both. People are just oh, yeah. There's a bit of contrast. You know, they say like, are you a left brain or a right brain? Like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the this is the how you determine. Like you don't need to do any more personality tests. Fuck that Briggs Myers system. Need. You just ask people what kind of fucking thing. I'm glad there's some um, people on my side too saying that they'd rather fight the duck. That's for sure. Because I was feeling a bit ostracized. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll kick those fucking ponies. Throw down some the snacks. Room, That's dude. it. Yeah, even... throw down some snacks. Get some side. Horses don't get, get don't won't be getting sidetracked, mate. Buy no fucking bread. All right. Should we... As I said, like uh, as I said, if it's that whole argument of like, is it a side duck who's just about to fucking confuse you, and you're saying can the horses form some sort of fucking like Giant horse nomatron that we just go fucking with absolutely. This. Just launching fucking mares at you. So um, that's the. Uh, I'm. I'm glad. I, I was wondering what the. Um, I was wondering what the consensus would be, and I don't even know. It has been split. It has been it has. split. It has. So we'll yeah. we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll have to do this awesome. again soon. Catch you later. Yeah, we love you so much. Peace out. 